So I've got this great idea of, of allowing traders to um, get access to alerts intraday, the same kind of alerts that uh, intraday traders apply in their trading. Uh, using knowledge uh, that we get from Jeff Cooper, Kevin Haggerty, and others in the company, uh, we put together uh, Traders Wire. And Traders Wire is a, uh, is a system by which we get um, intraday alerts uh, generated from using some proprietary software that we have. We have, uh, we have a room full of computers, essentially, and we have six guys that run Traders Wire. And uh, we all get up very early in the morning. We're on Pacific Coast time. And we uh, get in there, and basically throughout the day, um, we generate uh, alerts. Uh, we do analysis using our experience and background as uh, traders ourselves. And we make those alerts available to our viewing audience out in internet land. And um, it's worked out really well for us. We've had a lot of people come up to us at different trade shows that we've been at telling us, you know, hey, you know, I'm doing great because of you guys. Not every setup works, but that's life. That's the way, that's what trading is all about. And we give people setups with the idea that this is, this is your setup here. You look at the chart, you wait for it to break out, you wait for something to happen. It's just like the symbols that Jeff Cooper was talking about last night. He gives you symbols. He doesn't tell you to buy or sell them. He gives you the symbols, but those are the ones that he's looking at. Those are the ones that are poised to move. And that's kind of what we do as well, using our own techniques. And we're going to show you a few of those techniques this morning. Duke, take it away. Well, thank you, Eddie. Can everybody hear me okay? Working okay. How's that? Um, Thanks again for coming, everybody. Uh, again, my name is Duke, and uh, we're going to talk. First off, uh, how many people here do not use the Trader's Wire now or do not know what it is? Okay, <coughs> we're going to get into that a little bit. Eddie, if you could rotate. How's that? A little better? Okay. Eddie, can you... Mm -hmm. uh, you want me to turn off? What? Can what? you... Uh, oh. Hit the, hit the inner key there. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Okay. What is Trader's Wire? Trader's Wire is the only service in the world that gives you up to the second price action alerts combined with actionable trading analysis that our analysts provide for you each and every day. Um, it basically consists of two parts. We're going to touch on them right now. Go ahead, Eddie. Okay. Uh, the first part is our scrolling Java applet. Um, it alerts you to the most important price and volume movements on our universe of over 5,000 stocks. They include up to the seconds alerts, uh, for example, of 60-day new highs and lows, 52-week highs and lows, stocks touching their 50-day and 200-day moving averages and also retouching them if they go through and go back up, stocks that have large intraday volume surges, uh, 10 and 20% pullbacks off of recent highs or lows, extreme tick and trend, and the VIX levels, um, for example, those. Um, they also give you instantaneous alerts to large buyers and sellers on the exchanges. Um, you may have uh, heard of the, our infamous triple nines to buy alerts that we get Q&As every week. Um, so it will alert you to that also. Go ahead. Uh, the Trend Trust is the New York Stock Exchange Index. It basically takes advancers and decliners and divides them 
so that you get a reading each day. It's also known as the arms index. You may have heard of it as that. And the VIX? VIX level is the, is, uh, the market, Chicago market volatility. market volatility index that, uh, that comes from the options to change, right? right. They use that for. Um, and then there's several Connors volatility reversal alerts that we'll mention once in a while that occur on the site also, developed by Larry Connors. Second part of the Trader's Wire is called the Insights from the War Room, and that is what our team of analysts uh, work on every day for you using our proprietary technology. We update you throughout the day with our analysis alerts and setups. Um, our intraday analysis allows you to have your very own research team available to you every trading day. Um, kind of a, a nutshell version of what the insights are is the bottom of the screen will have your, your scrolling applet alert and then uh, we post insights from the war room on the top three quarters of your screen or however you have your monitor set up but basically that's how it works and you'll, we'll get posts as, um, Sometimes they occur more frequently than others, depending on what's setting up and what our analysts see. Um, and basically, as those happen, they'll write something up for you, a paragraph or two on it, put a chart with it, and then you, so you'll have a chart access right there, too, as well. Um, one note we'd like to make is, if you are new to this, uh, a lot of times people look at this and think, this is great, and they fall into the trap of saying, hey, all I got to do is, you know, just use this tout service and, and just uh, go. but. Uh, Remember that what we point out is, is what we're interested in as traders and what, what I look for as a trader might not be what you look for. Um, so what you have to do is evaluate the setups we place on the screen, see if they work in the context of your trading style, and uh, work with your strategies and money management. Now, go one more now. Okay. One of the examples of how to use the alerts on the applet, um, it's designed to alert you right up to the minute of occurrences and price action that could produce a profitable trading opportunity. Um, it's not intended um, or should it be used as a standalone buy or sell signal, but what it is is an indication of a potential stock that may be worthy of a closer look. Um, traders that we have received feedback from tell us that the alerts are best applied in conjunction with their own indicators and analysis. We've got an example here of this was a real alert here. This is from Cirrus Logic. It's a stock with a high relative strength. Or <coughs> traders were, um, I'm sorry, trading markets uh, three month relative strength rating of 99. Has an uptrending ADX of 33. Um, here on September 11th, we get a job applet alert right about here that it's pulled back 10% from its high. Or, I'm sorry, September 12th, we get that alert. The high was on September 11th. Um, Basically, you take that alert, if, if that's a stock you follow, it completes a pullback a couple days later, and swing traders can capture seven plus point move here off of that by being alerted to that uh, pullback. Okay, go ahead, Eddie. And also, what I referred to with relative strength, we'll get into a little bit later. Um, basically, our main objective with the trader's wire and the insights is to alert you to where the action is. Um, to do this, we inform our subscribers which stocks are moving and have the potential to sustain this momentum, at least for the short term. Um, we're talking anywhere from intraday to up to five days. Um, to tell you which sectors of the market are the strongest performers, which we update throughout the trading day, several times throughout the trading day, we'll do sector alerts, and we'll let you know what the best performing sectors are, both up and down. 
Um, and we also try to comb through the daily noise of the marketplace to weed out the media's patterns and setups that will allow our members to realize profit. One of the ways we do that, which we've never told anybody before, is through stock selection. It's, I know this isn't the major, but uh, it's very important. And one of the most important facets in the success of any trader is stock selection. If you're going to succeed as a, excuse me, succeed as a trader by capturing intraday momentum and short-term swings, you must be tracking stocks that are moving. A simplistic statement, perhaps, but it's easily forgotten by many. One of the strategies we like to use, which we've never revealed before, is the criteria we use to select the stocks that the analysts choose to stock for the best chances of finding winners on a daily basis. In addition to the usual NASDAQ and NYSE big caps, Glamours, Bellwethers, Sun, Cisco, etc., there are two simple screens I like to use each evening after the market closes to add stocks to my database that I'll look for the next day. Um, the first screen I use is stocks have demonstrated recent price strength in the top 10% of stocks in the market overall by using the trading market's three-month relative strength reading. I use that for long candidates only. Second screen I use is stocks that are demonstrating a strong trend, either up or down, for longs and shorts. And I like to do that by looking for an ADX reading of at least 30, which measures the trend strength only. It doesn't measure the direction. And then I use that with the accompanying indicator, the DMI, or the Directional Movement Index, which will tell you which direction the trend is headed. Are these posted, by the way, uh, the screen that you get from this? Are these posted every day? No, no, they're not posted. They're basically what I use to make up my list. Okay. But I'll, I'll get into how you can do that yourself here. Okay. Final parameters that I like to use for both these additional screens are price. Um, I like to look at stocks with a price of at least 30 per share based on the fact that higher price stocks most often have greater intraday ranges, for one, for the intraday or swing trader, and they move a lot easier. Um, for a $60 stock to make a three-point jump requires it move only 5%. Um, as a short-term trader, I'm looking for point moves, not percentage moves. For a $5 stock to make the same point move demands it move 60%. So a lot of times people um, will be looking at stocks that really don't have enough range for them to trade on a short-term basis. And the final criteria is volume. I like to screen for a 50-day average volume of at least 300,000 shares. That ensures me of enough liquidity to exit the trade without getting hit with widespreads and bid-ask that concur with thinly traded stocks. Here is an example of uh, the TradingMarkets.com stock scanner. And this is, this is the screen you'll use to screen for the relative strength candidates. You'll input 90 and 99 in the three-month relative strength, 30 for the closing price, 50-day average volume. It drops the last two zeros, so you'll use 3,000. And that's what will give you, it's going to give you about right now in this market about 90 stocks with the three-month relative strength of 90 or above. Second screen here is the ADX, greater or equal to 30. This will give you both long and short candidates, so it'll, it'll give you right now in the market about 170 to 180, depending on the day. Um, ADX is kind of slow, so it doesn't change much. This screen I often run just about, I usually run it on like Monday, and then again on like Thursday, just to see if um, it's kind of a lagging indicator, so it won't change a whole lot in a few days. Okay. Surge alert and plunge alerts. Uh, we get a lot of mail, email, asking about surge alerts 
Um, basically what a surge alert is, is a, or a plunge alert, is a stock that moves either up or down in a relatively short period of time. That could be anywhere from a few minutes up to an hour, um, depending on the stock. As traders, our interest in surge alerts stem from the possibility that momentum brought on by a horde of traders piling in will lift that stock up to further gains following the initial move. They often set up later on as tradable patterns later in the trading day. We get a lot of people that email us and say, why do you post a stock when it's moved seven points? What good is that to me? Um, do it before it does that. Well, <laughs> if I could do that, I wouldn't be standing here in front of you right now. I can guarantee you. Here's an example of how a surge alert can work on an intraday basis. It's about 9.40 a.m., September 7th. Um, we got NTAP here, Network Appliance. It's profiled as a surge alert because it's jumped up about six points in a little over 10 minutes. Um, a few minutes later, it pulls back here out of a short pullback and it rallies out of it. Um, and it goes on to give potential entry points at several times throughout the day. Um, so that's an example of why alerting a stock that's moved six points proceeded to be profitable as it ended up moving another 10 points throughout the day. And uh, that was the other comment Eddie made that I was going to get to. When we alerted a stock, you have a $100 stock when it moves six points is really today with the volatility we have not that great a move. I mean, that's, that's like a $60 stock moving a point and a half. Um, so that's an example of how that works. Um, got another example here on SDLI, which was a high flyer for a while and it's kind of been going up and down now. September 14th, it goes up more than five points in eight minutes here. Um, traders who monitor SDLI catch a possible four-point move out of this little two-step pullback here. There's a little fake-out move and then another one. Um, that we miss, we didn't alert that pullback there, and then we alert this four-point breakout from an intraday triangle. We post the triangle um, right there before it breaks out, so they're able to catch a move out of that triangle that we alerted 11:48. That takes us into the intraday setup alerts that we give. This is an alert that uh, we profile in red letters when it pops up. In these, our analysts give you alerts and instant analysis of setups that precede potentially explosive setups on an intraday basis. Keep in mind, you almost, again, that you must always view these alerts in conjunction with the market dynamics as a whole and as your trading plan as a whole. Um, before I move on, let me state that all these setups don't work. They don't result in picture-perfect opportunities. But also remember that they're no more than setups until they start moving out or breaking out of their patterns anyway. Um, in almost every instance, your appropriate entry point will be one-eighth or one-sixteenth of a point above the breakout. If it doesn't break out, there's no trade. Go ahead, Eddie. In our analysis of these setups, we let you know what our thought process is in assessing its viability. We also give you our best insights as to what might be going on through traders' minds as they watch the price action unfold on their monitors. This coupled with your review of the pattern on the intraday chart we provide you with will help you decide if the trade is one that fits into your risk level and style of trading. They also provide great educational examples for new traders so that they may see what patterns top traders look for on intraday charts. In the event one of these alerts does happen to break out to a big gain or a big drop if we post a shorting opportunity, we will continue to follow it up throughout the day. 
Here we got a five-minute chart of MAC data. Um, and that was a hot IPO that went public in the second week of August. After pulling back on its daily chart, following its initial thrust, it began another push higher, um, making the stock making it a stock we followed for a viable intraday opportunity. A little typo there. On the morning of August 31st, the insights from the war room, we posted an alert on the second intraday pullback here. It triggers and rises an additional six points. Okay. Another example here, we got Newport, which has been pretty hot for a while. Um, fast moving stocks rarely pause for long. Uh, traders using a, using a tight stop could possibly enter here. Traders wire profiled Newport when it began to pull back following the first hour push. Since the NASDAQ composite rallying out of a two-day pullback was in the, an uptrend at this time, overall market dynamics favored the stock going higher, at least for the short term. Um, again, you got aggressive traders could have entered there and captured the move. Even more cautious traders could have entered here when it broke out above here and still caught a good point move there. One of my favorite strategies that I like to write about on the wire is swing trades um, using the 20 and 50 day moving average. This is a simple moving average, not the exponential. Um, they often provide springboards for stocks when they come down, hit it, and then follow through to the upside from that level. What is important to keep in mind is that the hitting of the moving average alone is not what is important, but rather how the stock has performed in the past when encountering it. Yes? Okay, can you go back, Eddie? The question was how would I decide where to exit? Well, you know, that's basically, if I was trading this on an intraday basis, I would be trailing it probably with about a half point stop on the way up um, after I had caught my initial point, basically, so I would lock in profits on the way. Um, another good way to do it on a five minute bar is just at the lo new low, first new low. So once you got here, you'd be stopped out possibly. Um, that's for someone with a little more um, risk tolerance. Um, okay. Trade is also given a further endorsement of trading in a technical pattern in addition to touching the moving averages or meets up with an indicator like a key retracement level or area of support. We have a couple examples here. Um, this is a daily chart of manugistics. Um, here we've got a previous bounce off the 20-day moving average and consolidation that goes up, goes up again. Here in Insights from the War Room on September 21st, we post that it's rebounding from the 20-day. The next day, we get this huge point move. Had good earnings. We had the CEO on CNBC. And for some, you know, this again, that, that, that uh, wasn't really part of the plan when this was posted since I had no idea he was going <laughs> to appear, but again, the technical setup the CEO was of, The CEO was probably looking at his 20-day moving average when he yeah. said that. He timed, exactly, he timed figured, the announcement you know. exactly with a 20-day moving average. And once in a while, you hit one out of the park. This thing went up, you know, 25 points intraday. And uh, I'll, I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll say something. You know, I, as many of you know, the reason why these moving averages work is, is there's nothing magic about the moving averages. It's just that a lot of people, especially institutions, are watching the 50 and the 200-day and in recent years, uh, a lot of uh, day traders have been using a 20-day moving average. And we may find that as uh, you know, more and more day traders uh, get into um, 
get, in, get into the arena, uh, that we may have to uh, switch our parameters on moving averages. Maybe it'll be a 10-day moving average. Maybe it'll be a five-day. Five. And, you know, who knows how far it'll go. August 22nd, another example, we've got Power One uh, stock in a strong uptrend. It's got a three-month relative strength rating of 97. Um, we post a, it's bouncing off its 20-day here on the, uh, the bar you see here. When uh, we get follow-through above the uh, high the following day, swing traders could enter there, and they're able to grab a nice piece of this move to the upside here using trailing stops depending on their, their style of trading. Okay. Juniper Networks, um, we profile that first on October 7th. It's hitting the 50-day. Um, another post is up the next day. It hits its 50% retracement level. We have one post here, and then we get another post the next day. Uh, hang on, Eddie. Go back just a second. Give them a chance to look at it. And uh, two days later, the stock's up more than 15 points after coming up. Okay, Brocade, another quick one. Uh, it's been hovering around its 20-day moving average for the entire month of August and September here. Um, it forms a flag pattern at the 20-day uh, moving average, and it fails to significantly break a head and shoulders pattern that we posted on. Uh, the stock proceeds to run up 40 points over the next four trading days. Okay. And this is okay. your section, Eddie. Okay. I guess specialty. I get to turn say it over to you. I get to say a few words now. One of the themes that you've probably heard throughout the course of this conference is something that I, I feel very strongly about, and that's keep it simple. A lot of people have multiple monitors, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. We use multiple monitors ourselves. But the problem is that there are so many indicators that come with software these days. You have like a hundred, hundreds of oscillators, and basically you know, you talk to most uh, professional traders, they'll tell you the oscillators basically all do the same thing. They, tell, they give you some kind of idea about momentum. Um, most traders you talk to, and myself included, prefer to look at, it, at a chart. We prefer to look at the actual price action itself and, uh, and, and in conjunction with volume. Okay? And just about everything that um, I do in the war room, I, I used to do it, I, I'm kind of a little bit more removed from, from that these days, but everything I used to do in the war room is based upon looking at chart patterns. Um, now, the, the first thing that I want a stock to be is that it's got to fit into, it's got to meet some basic criteria. And it's got to be on a watch list. And the watch list is uh, basically stems, it, it comes off of what Duke talked about earlier, which is um, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, pre the your, morning, your preparation. When you prepare a list in the morning, okay, you're looking for high relative strength stocks. Um, you're looking for stocks that are in a strong trend. You're looking for stocks that have um, a particular pattern in them, a pattern that is set up where the stock is poised to move. And um, so once you have that, you've basically gone through the first filtering stage. All the stocks that I look at um, where I'm looking for um, some kind of potential move, they all meet this uh, kind of criteria. I don't have to think anymore during the course of the day 
about, uh, you know, oh, you know the, the oils are moving this morning, should I look at this? I've already done my homework before the market even opens. Um, the second thing is that in following the stock uh, throughout the day, I noticed that, uh, you know, from the open, it's taking off. It's got a strong intraday trend. Um, and during the course of the day, I'll notice some patterns developing. I like a stock to be ratcheting up through an intraday trend. I like it to be kind of, kind of zigzagging up. It's going up a little bit. It consolidates a little bit, maybe into a slim gym, maybe into a narrow range consolidation, which, which is kind of like a slim gym, but not exactly one. Maybe it's pulling back a little bit. Maybe it's doing these, what I really like is when I see when it's going up and I see these little pennants form. Goes up again, blows out of the pennant, goes up, uh, goes up and forms another pennant, blows up out of that. Another thing that you'll see as it does that, what's really cool is if, and this is the weird thing about day traders, they all, you know, they're like schools of fish. Um, they all start following the same thing. And what you'll find is that if you, if you go, if you switch back and forth between a daily chart and let's say a five minute chart, and let's say on your daily chart, you're following 50 and 20 day moving averages, okay? You flip to a five minute chart, you find the, the 20 period and 50 period moving averages are, are inflection points. The, the stock is bouncing off of these. And the only possible reason for, for this, the only thing I can conceive of is that everybody's following the same moving averages. So what we often find is that, you know, these consolidations, they'll be bouncing off at the same time off of a 20-period of moving average or a 50-period moving average. It's the weirdest thing. Um, and volume plays in it very heavily as well. There's a, there's a greater chance that you're going to have a legitimate, um, pronounced, sustainable follow-through if it's accompanied by strong volume. If you got something kind of like it breaks out, you don't see the volume, it kind of breaks out, it's, it's quite conceivable you're going to get nicked and they're going to pull it back down. And it may make the, the, the next attempt may be the one. But you don't want to get on the first one if, there's, if you don't see volume there. You get in and it pulls back. Uh, excuse me. You see, the, you see the false breakout, pulls back. Then you see the volume and boom, that's it. Um, let's go to the next one. Okay, here we have an example of Micrell or whatever you call this thing. Um, one of the, th oh, well, you know, here's an example right here. Uh, this is a 20-period moving, right, Duke? 20-period yeah. period, period moving average. Five-minute bars. You know, I bet you, like, in the, in the 1950s and 1940s, if we had access to computer technology back then, and if you could look at a stock on an intraday basis, I don't think you would have seen this. Because nobody, nobody knew, how, knew what a moving average was, but today, People are following them, and uh, we as traders are making, making uh, technical patterns, um, tradable patterns. So what you see here is a stock is trending up uh, throughout the course of the day, and you have these uh, multiple instances where the stock consolidates, bounces off the moving average, consolidates, and this one's kind of like up in, the, in midair. And it goes right across there and does what exactly, exactly what you would expect it to do. It kaboom, it, it comes up a little bit. Now, the, this trend is going up throughout the course of the day. And one of the things that you see, and it's very simple, I mean, every 
I'm sure a lot of people already know this. You know, you have the stock close positive at the end of the day, and let's say the market as a whole is, uh, the market dynamics are, are favorable into the close. Uh, you know, whatever you're hearing on CBS, CNBC, excuse me, is, is favorable and favorable, continues to be favorable overnight. Um, this is a good chance of getting some uh, follow-through to the next day. Next, next slide. And that's exactly, oh, just a second. And that's exactly what we have here. Uh, it just, it just follows through to the next day. And then you have some more, a little bit more of uh, action that you can play um, on a position trading basis. Yeah. Now, the other thing that's key about this is that we want different time frames to be in, in agreement with one another. Many people here are familiar with the process of, you know, you look at a weekly chart. You look at a daily chart. You, you look at an intraday chart, and they have all these, all these different patterns that are kind of like in alignment with each other. You might have like a base that extends over uh, a six-month period. Now, if you're, if you're an intraday trader, all you know about is that, that breakout, let's say, from a pendant formation on your five-minute chart. Okay, what I would do, if I, if I got into a, that trade, I'd be looking at the daily chart. Gee, you know, it looks like here it's breaking out of a, of a base on very heavy volume, um, and it's been in that base for the past six months. And it's one of these, I'm thinking back to February, and it's one of these, no, I'm think, thinking back to June, actually. And it's one of these hot biotech stocks that really got killed in March, and now, and it's been basing for about six months, and it's breaking out of that base there, and it's doing that on an intraday basis. Hmm. So I would, I would, I would also, uh, you know, def very definitely uh, be looking at a daily chart as well, and perhaps a weekly chart. Although some of these stocks haven't been haven't been around long enough, it looks like you know you got two bars there. You know. Okay. Um, the, you know, another another thing that's very very important is confluence. You know, Pat uh, Cooper will call it. Uh, you know, the pieces fall together. Uh, Haggerty, I think, will say uh, convergence, and Boucher will say synergy, and I'll say confluence. But basically, it's all, we're all saying the same thing. It's a, it's a bunch of different technical factors all lining up uh, together at the same time. Um, so as, it's, you know, as you see in the outline, I like for the 20 and 50-day moving averages uh, to, you know, a bounce to, a bounce to occur off the 20 and 50-day moving average, lows of a range. Uh, some kind of uh, Fibonacci retracement level, and what's really great is like if I see a multi-week trend line in there as well. Um, these are patterns that all the all many all the traders uh, sitting behind their monitors are looking at, and I'm hoping to spot this confluence as it forms, and I'm looking to get in before everybody else gets in. One of the things that I, I learned from some of the guys, you know, you, you learn some other techniques, and Dave Landry has a very nifty technique called the trend knockout, which I'm starting to look at more and more. Duke, can you explain that? Because you're the uh, resident Landry expert. love trend knockouts. They're great. Um, a trend knockout is basically when you have a strongly uptrending stock that will sell off and take out at least its prior two lows on its daily bars. And then what I also like to see it do when it does that is it doesn't have to be to fit the pattern, but I like to see it reverse and close in like the top quarter of its range. 
that's a really good indication that that stock could, could go higher because often what that'll do is that shakes out the weak money in there. Um, might bring in some shorts that get squeezed if they're trying to, to do that. And oftentimes that kind of price action will clear the stock, clear the way for the stock to trade higher in the next day or two. Mm-hmm. Yes, when I see them, I do. I'm sorry? Um, I don't see them often, but when I see them, uh, the question was, do I alert trend knockouts? And yes, when I see a trend knockout forming, I do alert it. Let's see if there's another another slide after this. I think there's one more. I think I can show you there. Yeah, I think and there's probably an example of one. What, I think. You know, Sean? Um, is there one in there? Yeah. Just go ahead. Let okay. Me, let, me, let me leave. Okay. Go well, ahead and I'll look and see. Yeah. You know, okay. You know, five minute chart. Same kind of thing here. Closed toward the end of the day. It pulls back a little bit. You know, I'd be going. <laughs> that's 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 kind of like to me money on the table, waiting for me to just grab it. And the next day, let's go to the next chart. Um, what was that? Right here. Yeah. yeah. So it it just breaks out. That's that's my that's my uh, that's my day, which I buy everybody pizza. Um, okay. Next 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 chart. Um, there's some other things that, that I look at, of course. You know, if I'm gonna, if I get in on an intraday move, I mean, it's conceivable I could be in it for weeks. If there could be other factors lining up, um, and you know, you, you know, all this fundamental stuff, uh, the um, you know, earnings and you know, stuff they talk about CNN, excuse me, CNBC. Um, Etc. Um, and the market uh, dynamics have to be really favorable for me to stay into a stock, stay stay in a stock. Uh, we haven't, we have not had that uh, lately, of course. And the, 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 type of, the type of moves that I'm talking about, uh, intraday trades evolving into a nice uh, swing trade, uh, it doesn't happen that often, but it happens often enough that uh, it. When I see it, it gets me really excited, and it's something that you can take advantage of, uh, you know, when when you're following what we're doing on Traders Wire. See if we have another slide. I, I I do want to go back to the previous one. I do want to mention one other thing that that is like really really central to um, the way I look at the market. Hot groups, always always always. No matter, I don't care if if you don't do anything. Uh, that, that we've told you in this past hour. But if there's one thing that you want to do, um, it's, it's to monitor what the leading uh, sectors or leading groups are and to always, always keep track of that. Uh, IBD has a really good um, uh, sector <coughs> page um, in, on the last page of uh, their paper and it, it tells you um, what the leading groups are. Not only tells you what the leading groups are, but also it tells you what groups are moving up and ranking very rapidly. And uh, you don't have to use IBD. There's a number of other uh, sources. We keep track of uh, sectors very, very closely. And one of my favorite things to do, one of my favorite things to do is to buy ETFs or exchange-traded funds. That's, that's what those things are. You know, you got questions, ask Lauren Fleckenstein. He's the expert on it. And sector funds as well. I mean, people ask, you know, what, how, much, how, much, how much money can you make off a sector fund? You can make a lot of money in a hot, 
you know, let's say, uh, you know, in biotechs earlier this year, I, you know, pretty much double my double my money. Just Eddie was the king of Eddie. sectors. Eddie was in the oil service stocks last spring before anybody was. Oh yeah, that people were saying, you know, Eddie. And we all laughed at him when he told us. You guys oil were all laughing. Oil at me. service. Yeah, exactly. Oil service stocks. You know. So. And who's laughing now? Yeah. So you know, really watch watch the watch the leading groups and if you watch the leading groups. You'll, there's good. greater greater probability you'll be in the right stock. Uh, question over here. I'm I'm not see you know I'm not too smart so I asked my four year old is this stock going up or is this group going up? You show you look at a chart and basically, um, by the time that I saw it, I had I had by the time I saw oil stock service stocks going up and, and trending up very nicely it was already like. They've been going up for like about a year already, so I didn't. But I, I felt that there was a, a high probability of, of follow through, and looking at the patterns in the oil stock, I, I mean, in the oil OSX.X is the uh, symbol. Um, I I look at uh, sector charts the same way I look at charts. You know, it's on a on a daily chart, it's going up and it's kind of ratcheting through these things. Oil stocks, you know, there's not you know these things don't move very much over you know it's not it's not like playing juniper or something like that but it, it's nice and steady I admittedly I made more money off of the biotech sector than oil stocks um, what was the second question was when you know I can answer that question for you. if you go to the trading market site where the indicator lists are they've got an indicator list called the hottest sectors of the past uh, five days or top performing sectors at the bottom, there's links. At the bottom of that, you click on that. It'll give you. It'll take you over to either a different site or a different page where the where you can find the the components of that sector. Okay, uh, we got to cut off right now because we got Cooper Haggerty in uh, about 15 minutes. So let's all get up there. Yes. Any other questions you have? You know, just come up to us in the hallway and. Thank you. The chat. The link to the chat. Could you maybe put a link to the sector so you can look at the stock?